Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Morning Ruth, nice to see you too. It's lovely to have this wonderful morning prayer opportunity every day at 9.15. And I was just thinking ahead to my next um, time I'm doing morning prayer and it happens to be the same week as we're starting on the school run again so just to warn you that might be very slightly late hope not but um, just might have an impact on that good morning Deirdre and good morning Stuart right I think we'll make a start uh, I'm using the Northumbrian morning prayer again today I really like this order of service I think there's such a lot for us to think about and reflect on just in the words of the service itself and I think that's a really good thing. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Those are wonderful words, aren't they? It reminds me of the Bible study that we're doing on Revelation with Danny, and I've been naughty, I've been reading ahead. And uh, of course, in the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem, there won't be a temple because the Lord will be present with us all of the time. So here are the calls and responses. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. I've been reading uh, in the Bible in one year the account of the people of Israel in the wilderness in Exodus. And it reminds me of those Ten Commandments that God has given to us and how easy it is to forget them soon as Moses disappeared from sight the people started to want some other object to worship rather than God so let's pray that Jesus enables us to keep our eyes on him through all situations good morning Wendy and good morning Pauline lovely to see everybody so moving on to the declaration of faith <coughs> to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. And I like that line we have believed and come to know because as we go through life as uh, on our Christian journey, as we test out the Lord Jesus in our lives each day we do come to know more deeply 
that he is the Holy One of God. And I think that's a beautiful line there. So now we come to our readings for today, which are a really interesting and diverse group of readings. And I was trying to think of what the connection might be between them, if there was one, because there doesn't have to be. Um, and I think I found quite an interesting idea in the Old Testament and the New Testament reading. But first of all, um, the reading is from uh, the Psalm reading is from Psalm 64. And it's actually for just verse four, but I've added in verse one to give it a bit of context. And I would recommend that you read the whole of the psalm because it's absolutely beautiful. And I think it's very, very full of comfort, particularly living through the times that we're in. So first of all, verse one, <coughs> Psalm 64. O Lord, listen to my complaint. There's a good one, I love that. I'm always moaning. Protect my life from my enemy's threats. And then verse four, they shoot from ambush at the innocent, attacking suddenly and fearlessly. And what an amazing thought. David, of course, if you read the Psalms, they are, well, you do, I'm sure, are wonderful because they're full of normal human feelings about life as we go through it. Um, complaints, worries, fears. And here's David again, moaning and complaining to God. Quite actually, he's got very good justification there because his enemies are shooting at him from an ambush. But every day of our lives i guess we have some form of ambush that hits us when we least expect it some unpleasant thought that pops into our head or some selfish desire that makes us think oh i don't really feel like doing that for that person or i don't really feel like doing that so it's about asking god to protect us from those threats from those things which would cause us to not um, do his will in a situation. So I thought that was rather a lovely reading to start us off. And the second reading is from Isaiah and it's chapter 6 and verse 1. So it's, it's really the start of Isaiah's journey. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. So that um, reminded me again of our deeper Bible study last week where we were thinking about the uh, throne that Jesus sits upon, a lofty throne, to look down or to make the judgment on those who don't know him. A very extraordinary and um, rather it's not worrying thought but something certainly that makes us think about those who don't know Jesus yet and how important it is to keep praying for them so before I go into a little bit of background on that reading I'm going to read the New Testament reading which comes from Matthew chapter 16 verse 28 reading as far as chapter 17 and verse 8 and just to give you a little bit of background there, Jesus has just told his disciples that in order to follow him, 
they must give up their own way and take up their daily cross to follow him. And he then goes on in verse 28 to say, and he's talking here about his second coming. I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And then we move on to that amazing scene of the transfiguration. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus's appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone and they only saw Jesus. Gosh, so there's interesting link there between our Old Testament and New Testament reading, just in the glory of God. Isaiah saw it in the year that King Uzziah died. He saw the Lord sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filling the temple. The disciples saw this in the transfiguration of Jesus when he became his true personality, his true self, shining bright as light on top of that mountain, standing with Moses and Elijah. What an amazing and, and awe-inspiring scene that must have been. And how like Peter to immediately in his enthusiasm say, Lord, it's so wonderful. I'll make three shelters for you. And of course, the next minute, the, word, the, the voice of God speaks and the disciples again fall down in fear, just as we're, we see them after Jesus's crucifixion, when although they've been through so much and they've walked with Jesus and talked with Jesus, they still don't realize what's about to happen and they're terrified once again. Another interesting link, I think, to the Old Testament reading is in the character of King Uzziah himself, who was one of those kings in Chronicles. Uh, and if you have a look at 2 Chronicles um, chapter 26, you'll read all about him. And it's, it's very interesting. He did what was right in God's sight and he prospered while he was under the care of Zechariah, the prophet, who taught him to fear God. And that's interesting too.
Unfortunately, after Zachariah had gone, presumably he died, I think, I'm not sure, I have to reread it, I think, to check the facts. Um, Uzziah became proud, and that is a really tricky one, isn't it? We're going along the right path, we're doing the right things, and suddenly this thought pops into our head and says, gosh, aren't I doing well? It's so easy to dwell on that and not just let it go and tell it to go away because it's only God that enables us to do what's right and do things well. The issue with Zechariah, with Uzziah was that he wanted to be a high priest and king and he wanted to carry the office of the high priest, which of course was the role that Jesus came to play for us and only Jesus and Melchizedek, of course, in the Old Testament as well, a high priest and a king at the same time. So it's interesting that that pride, which is something which can so easily come in and just tempt us to look away from Jesus, was something that Peter, to an extent, also had in that New Testament reading, where in his enthusiasm, he is wanting to build those shelters as memorials for Jesus, for Moses and Elijah. And how soon his mood changed when God spoke and told the disciples quite rightly to listen to Jesus, not to their own ideas and imaginings. So let's keep our eyes on Jesus today. I think that's a great, a great message to take away with us too. So let's have our prayers and do, um, if you'd like me to pray for anybody in particular, do put some uh, notes in the chat. Uh, I'll be looking at those and, and checking up on them every so often. But I know from listening to morning prayer and with Dave and uh, with Julie yesterday that there are many people on our hearts within St Tom's Church that we'd like to pray for. And um, first of all, let's lift little Noah Aquino to Jesus again. And we just lift him, Lord, and we just pray that you will be very close to him today. We thank you so much for all that you have done for him so far and all the healing you've brought about in his body with the cancer being gone. We do pray particularly for his lungs and thank you that you are able to breathe life again into his lungs and completely heal those. We just praise you, Jesus, for being with him, holding his hand on this difficult journey. As his mum said last Friday, he talks about the owl owls in his body. And we just thank you so much for that family, for their witness to you and we pray for Naomi and Luis and their other children. Keep them continuing in their faithful journey and their faithfulness to you and in their witness to your power and your glory each day, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for them. And we also lift to you those in the community who are unwell. We thank you for Martin, who is much loved in the St. Thomas community. And we pray for complete healing for him, not just of his COVID, not just of his body, but of his mind, 
and of his spirit, that you will give him a new spirit, Lord Jesus, a spirit of praise and a spirit of hopefulness. Take away that depression because it is a long journey to get back to health. And we lift those others in the community who are suffering from long-term COVID. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will pour out your spirit on them, bless them, fill them, give them great joy in reading your word and in just prayer and in talking to you. And we just praise you for that fellowship, that precious fellowship which we have with you each day, every moment of the day. And we pray that they will know that closeness to you as they go through this difficult journey. We pray for Katrina and we thank you so much for the result of that first biopsy and that there was nothing to be concerned about, nothing there at all. And we praise you for the results of the second biopsy that you will continue to bless Katrina and keep her safe and heal her. And we thank you for Hannah Faulkner as she awaits that operation. We pray, Lord, that you will give her patience and great comfort through this difficult time. We pray for Glenn and Gina and for Glenn's healing. And we pray for Gladys in the nursing home too, Lord Jesus. And any others who are suffering, Lord, we just bring them to you. This COVID time has been so difficult for all of your people. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that everything that happens to us is because you love us so much and you want us to trust you even more. And we pray that you'll give us patience whatever situations you put in our path. And Lord Jesus, we also pray for the various studies that are going on at the moment. We pray for deeper and thank you for Danny as he prepares for that this week and for the glorious message of the new Jerusalem and the new heaven and the new earth that brings us hope. And Lord Jesus, pray too for Alpha this week and for the three who remain with us. Pray for Christina, for Jenny and for Robert. Lord Jesus, please take the scales from their eyes show them who you are and bring them into that living relationship with yourself. We have our Alpha Weekend on Saturday and we pray Lord Jesus that you will pour out your Holy Spirit as we study what the work of the Holy Spirit is. Thank you Jesus for giving us the words to speak and to support people through these three sessions in Jesus name. And I've just seen that um, Stuart has asked us to pray for Michelle as she deals with the loss of her dad, who's Stuart's boss. And that reminds me, Lord, of God to pray for those, all those who mourn. Somebody posted a very moving poem on Facebook um, last week about loss. And it really touches very, very deeply and Lord Jesus, we just lift these people to you who are suffering loss in this COVID time. And we pray that they will know your closeness and your comfort 
they will know that the prayers of the community are lifting them up and holding them in their arms and closer to you. In Jesus' name. And we pray uh, with Paulie. We praise God with her that Martin's now on the non-COVID um, ward and we pray with her too that he will regain his strength and really respond well to the physio that he's going to have get back on his feet leaping around with joy Lord Jesus for you and for your blessing and for your deliverance we thank you for that Lord Jesus and for all of those who are recovering in hospital and Lord Jesus, we also pray with the Archbishop's prayers today for um, the businesses, the workplaces and economic well-being for people in this country and in our communities and using the words that they have asked us to pray. God, we pray today for the economy and for those struggling financially. Provide for the unemployed and those under huge financial pressure. Empower business leaders to care for their workforce and entrepreneurs to create new opportunities. Inspire local and national government with wisdom as they care for the vulnerable and invest in the economy. And of course, with the budget coming up next week, Lord Jesus, we pray that you will give great wisdom to our Chancellor as he considers all of these matters and particularly support for those whose jobs are either very precarious at this time or who are still being supported through the additional funding. Lord Jesus, please give great compassion to our government to support those who need support and to help and provide for all those people who are suffering through these times. We thank you for the food banks and we thank you for all the people who give so generously, who are able to give generously. And we praise you that you move people's hearts to give. And we thank you, Jesus, for all of your provision for each one of us and for those in need that we know and that we love. We ask this in Jesus' name. And just to close our time of prayer, just checking there's nobody else that we, we need to pray for, it would be good to say the Lord's Prayer together and just remind ourselves of the words that Jesus taught us. And I think I'm going to say it in the old version, although I might revert into a newer version if I suddenly lose my train of thought, but let's see how we go. So it's the Our Father Prayer. The prayer that gives us everything we need. Wow, it's such an amazing prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. 
I was thinking about that word trespasses the other day and I was thinking about the modern meaning of trespasses um, and actually that's not a bad way of considering it as well as sin which is of course the modern translation um, trespass is when you go on somebody's property without their permission and it's private and if you think about it people that trespass against us are actually doing something towards us that we jolly well don't like and that isn't necessary so when it's unkind so asking God to forgive them I think is a great or enabling us to forgive them is a very good uh, thing to consider there so here's the canticle something beautiful to take us into our day Christ as a light illumine and guide me Christ as a shield overshadow me Christ under me, Christ over me, Christ beside me on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks to me. <clears throat> this day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me on my left and my right. Wow, amazing, isn't it? Shield. Fantastic to think of Jesus shielding us from so much that we have no idea about. One day, I guess we'll know, but every day he's shielding us and holding us and the blessing <clears throat> may the peace of the lord christ go with you wherever he may send you may he guide you through the wilderness protect you through the storm may he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you may he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors morning don nice to see you and Bronnie and Deirdre. That's lovely. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank you everyone. And thank you so much for your prayers. And we know that when two or three are agreed on earth, it's done in heaven. And we also know that when, G when two or three are gathered in Jesus' name, he's there and he's been with us this morning. And we just praise him for that. So thank you very much everyone. Go out into your day be greatly blessed, greatly encouraged in everything that you do, and uh, I'll see you next time. So, from the Suffolk coast, have a great day. Bye.